going on, my friend? Not much. We just uh, we just had a great interview with Rachel, and we figured, you know, give you guys a bonus show where we're going to be interviewing a frequent guest of the show and someone who we consider a good friend, our boy Nate. For those who don't know Nate, he does his own podcast. He's had many guests from the likes of Gordon Damer, Damian Woody, to Anita, to Antoinette Collins, uh, He's been having a lot of guests on the show, and he's been doing this good charity, helping with the first responders in his area. So we figured, let's bring him back on the show to talk all things him, his charity, and maybe talk about those pathetic Dallas Cowboys. That's right. Let, let me get to it. thoughts and takeaways from um, our interview with Rachel? She's smart. She's bright. She worked very hard throughout the years to get to where she has. She never gave up. And I'm sure there was many times to where she could have just packed it all in and said, you know, let's not do this. But uh, she didn't. And now she has... One of the greatest jobs in the world, I mean, to get paid, to be around professional athletes, to, to, and, and help them as best as she can. So, there's, there's not many more jobs that's better than that. Absolutely. Nate says he's ready, so let's try this again. I think the show, as always, a frequent guest. We love having Juan, a good brother, someone we consider one of our, one of our very good guests that we've had. So, you know, before we get into, we'll get into the sports a little bit later on. Um, so, so, I just want to say to both of you, um, you guys did a great job as always, and you keep up with the great work. Um, and first of all, how are you, and how are you guys doing, and how are you guys' family doing? Well, I'm doing all right. Um, I'm hanging in there. Doing good, you know, living and uh, just trying to get through this. But uh, you've been doing a pretty good thing with giving out food, man. Uh, what made you want to do that? How and when? How, how much more are you gonna be doing? Yeah, so that started. So um, last weekend, uh, my cousin, uh, my cousin and I, we started a. Uh, GoFundMe page. Um, so we decided last weekend that I had family over. So uh, my cousin and I we built a uh, GoFundMe page, and then uh, we we shared it to everyone. And then the the, the donations started coming on the same day that we made the GoFundMe page. So we said, why not? Let's let's start doing this, and then um, give out sandwiches to, to the frontline people to each hospital, and then. I think next week uh, we're going to go deliver to the cops too, so that's really cool, man. Um, was there any, um, you said before that, my, my buddy said, well, what inspired you? Um, are, is it only for your area or are you going to probably go a little bit more further? Um, no, we're, we're definitely going to go no further. Um, we we actually already went to my my my, my cousin lives in Lawrenceville, so up, up a little north. So we went up there, and then um, so we're gonna go all over uh, all over the place, pretty much. Nice. I always say, I always say, pay it forward. That's always been the motto. Yeah. Pay it forward. So every 
little things that you that you can do to help those in need. You always pay it forward, so... Well, so far, you guys raised $2,387, and the goal is $2,500, so you're almost there, and Mm -hmm. what what kind of food? Are are you randomizing the food, or or are you keeping it simple? Just sandwiches or burgers? What kind of food are you doing? Oh, like turkey sandwiches, roast beef sandwiches, ham sandwiches, uh, from a a deli, and then some uh, random, some uh, sandwich plates, and then just keeping it simple, you know? That's cool. Good stuff. Um, are you, um, not all of the sandwiches, um, are you, any beverages you're giving out to, to, to the first responders? Any, um, beverages or anything that you want, that you're giving out? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, you mean like beverages? Yeah, like drinks. Like, what drinks are you giving out besides football? Uh, water, water. Nice. Uh, that's good, that's good, that's good. Um, also, once you achieve your goal, are you going to stop or are you going to continue more? Oh, we're going to continue this until the end. Good man, good man. We, 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 that's the stuff we like to hear, giving, giving back and paying it forward. That's the good stuff we want to hear. Now, now, this, now, now there's a couple of things i got to ask you. Um, we obviously, you interviewed Rachel, the Miley culture of our community. We interviewed her. We, we're doing our thing with women in sports where we want to get, where we want to say that women can do just about anything that they do. And it's not just, you know, just by their gender and, and then whatnot. We're trying to say that women can be just as knowledgeable and powerful in sports. So, for the, for the women that you've interviewed, what have you, why have you been taken, what have you taken away from it? Like from Rachel and actually out of Collins, um, and you're also been women viewing another lady from Vegas soon. What have you been taken away from all the women you've been Man, um, <laughs> just their background stories, how inspiring they are. Let me, let me speak about, uh, Rachel here real quick, and the one, uh, the one I uh, interviewed and then you guys interviewed today also. Um, man, this, she has an interesting background story. She, she comes from a, a well, uh, like a family, or it's an amazing family, and she has, a, she, she explains everything, her background story, where she started, and it's just been trying to see, especially her, in, in the baseball game, being a hitting coach in the minor leagues, and I told her, after the interview, I told her that you're going to be, I, I see you being in the majors as a hitting coach for the, hopefully to the Yankees, uh, I'm hoping the Yankees give her that much uh, opportunity to be that hitting coach in the major league. So um, she's inspiring. Anita Collins is another one um, that I had. Man, she was, it was an honor for her to agree to my podcast to come on. Okay, she'll be on. She'll be on the show this Tuesday. Check it out. Please. Yeah, I'm glad she'll be on the show. And she's Thank <laughs> you. 
Excuse you, you shut your dirty little mouth. You dirty little hamster. How how dare you disrespect Damien Woody? Oh Oh, stop yourself. James, I uh, I uh, just don't donated, so I hope you donate too. I absolutely did donate. Good job. In fact, when I spoke to Nate earlier, um, we're gonna take you behind the curtain. When I spoke to Nate earlier, I asked him for the link so I can share it and then donate it. So I did my part. <laughs> Good stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, um, another thing I wanna, cause I wanna stick with this whole, with this whole charity thing, um, is doing these things for, for this pandemic has really been hard on a lot of people, especially, uh, especially our families affected. Um, have you been able to talk to the first responders or the hospital workers? Have they ever some? Um, share like their stories to you or have them like said anything to you for what you've been doing for them? Um, yeah, but not not when we dropped to the sandwiches, but afterwards when we were close to pictures, um, they've been uh, sending messages to my mom where they said um, they're grateful for us helping them out and um, they said um, uh, they're thankful, but we, we, don't, we, keep, we keep saying, don't say things, we have to say thanks to you guys, because they're the ones who are risking their own lives for us to keep us safe, so we, we, we just have to, and then they're, they're grateful that we're giving them, they're help, we're helping them also, so. Absolutely. I agree. I think it's very important that the healthcare workers, the nurses, the doctors, that all the treatment that they get. Now, I'm going to switch to a little bit of sports here. Um, obviously, for those who don't know, Nate is a big-time, not only is he a big-time New York Yankees fan, but he's also a big-time Dallas Cowboys fan. He grew up with that, and his dad got into it. You know, he's been a Cowboys fan, and it's a lifelong Dallas Cowboys fan. So I have to ask a two-part question. Number one, what are your thoughts on the Cowboys draft? And number two, more importantly, is Dak going to get paid? Uh, let me let me answer your first question with that. I love with that. Um, first of all, I don't expect CD Lamp to drop where uh, we were at. So I just want to say thank you to the Raiders for drafting Henry Ruggs because I, I was kind of worried that they were going to take Lamb. But um, for, him, for him to be able to fall to us and Gary Jones, 
um, saying, forget about the need to get, let's get the best player available. I kudos to him. I love it. And I also love uh, Trayvon Diggs. Um, he's going to be a baller, man. This, this kid is excellent uh, creating turnovers. and man, The whole draft pretty much is an A-plus for me. Mm-hmm. And the next question, uh, I mean, the next, uh, you said, with Dak Prescott, um, I mean, obviously we need to pay him now with all the weapons we have, so uh, we have no excuse. Let's pay the man. Okay. Well, congrats. When, when, whenever you pay that overrated quarterback, you are going to waste a whole lot of money. So, so you're right, you're right. But what's the excuse gonna be when they obviously don't get to a title game? Because again, bad things would have to go wrong for it not to be Saints Buccaneers. Things would have to go terribly, terribly wrong. So eventually, when Dak gets his you know, five, six year, $170, $190 million contract. I mean, you're gonna, I guarantee you, we're gonna look at that contract three or four years from now and say, wow. Kind of like in, kind of like in Home Alone, where he goes, woof, Buzz's girlfriend. Look, um, Obviously, um, you, um, I'm not only, oh, you're a big time Dallas Cowboys fan, you're going to hear us for baseball, all three of us here are Yankee fans. So you've been hearing the reports about baseball wanting to start up by, by mid to late June, July at the latest. Um, if you were the commissioner, and, you know, let's just say, you know, the pandemic is slowing down, you already see some states are starting to open up, like, like Georgia and Florida. And California is soon to open soon. So, if you were the commissioner, um, what would you, how would you approach to, first of all, having the spring training for the players, and secondly, more importantly, how would you organize this season? Uh, first, obviously, the spring training part, um, that could be tough because, depending, it's, right now, you know, you, you don't want any player to be in contact. That's the main thing. That's the main concern for me. But um, as a commissioner, maybe I would organize where you have that, uh, like batches, like first, like like the first uh, when you have obviously they need spring training again. So the first day, um, the pitchers, I guess the pitchers go there out on the field and do their thing, and then after that the batters will come after. I, I don't. My concern is having all the players all around each other um that that's the main concern and, and i would organize a season where um maybe between 80 to 100 games in my opinion uh, they, have, they definitely have to show in the season and um and then like you said as i think they said july or mid-june or july as a start date um but i i think it's like 80 to 100 games Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, another thing that has been talked about here, um, especially um, in baseball, and I, I personally access to 
all the guests that have the access to Ashley, I'm access to Cassandra, I'm going to access to you. Considering if, if the season starts, assuming it's about 100 games, should yeah. the New York Yankees be favored to win the World Series or whatever championship you want to call this season? Definitely, man. Um, yeah, I, we should. I mean, obviously with Garrett Cole and uh, Paxson's coming back so pretty soon and Aaron Hicks. Man, we have a team. I mean, obviously, Terry Reno uh, won't be here, but um, I think we're capable of being that World Series contender this year, especially with Cole and the new um, pitching coach. I feel like the pitching coach still bring, bring a lot to us. And Jay Happ. The wild card to me in this, in this rotation is Montgomery. Yes, Montgomery is the wild card because of all intense purposes is you're going to have um, experience. Um, obviously, um, Clark Smith likely not going to be in the rotation at all. So he'll probably be back next year because, you know, this, this year is kind of a wash for all minor league players. Yeah. So... It's assuming that there's a hundred games and the and the Yankees win this world win this championship. Because you know if the Yankees win this championship, you're gonna have all the people on Twitter gonna say that this is it real, this is this was a fake. Would you consider this if the Yankees end up winning the championship this year? Would you call that a legit championship or not? Uh, yeah, if it's if you play eighty games or more, that that's a season right there. But no, it got it got to be at least a hundred games. Eight eight. If, if, if it's an eighty game season, that's not enough games. That's too short. It is. Yeah, eighty eighty games is equivalent of a basketball and a hockey season. That's pretty much that. So it's really not enough. Yeah, but uh, it's like, I mean, it has to be a hundred, be, 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 because then all the Yankees would have to do is is win forty five games to win the division. Come on now. It'd be tainted, but it's but it's a different kind of tainted. It's not it's yeah. not tainted like cheating. It's tainted just because of how things are in the world today. So oh, so it's oh, different. Oh, but, but, but here's the thing, man. I, like, my, my my buddy made, made a good point. Like what? Like it obviously it's not a legitimate four hundred fifty game season, but it's also like it's not a strike sorting season, like. I don't, how would you call this? Would you call this an abbreviated championship? Because you're not playing the full season. Right. You're not going to have, you know, and and you also, from what I've been reading, um, there's going to be three divisions. You're going to put mm-hmm. all the teams, that you're basically going to put all the New York teams, the Boston, New York, Boston, um, Tampa Bay, and you're going to put, and you're gonna put um, Atlanta, and then you're gonna put like the two Pennsylvania teams. So they can put the East in the one. They put the East is gonna be one location. The Central is gonna be one location, and the West is gonna be one location. And it's gonna be um eight. And it's gonna be I think it's gonna be an eighteen play an eighteen playoff race. So I think the top eight make it. Are you cool with that format? 
Um, yeah, actually, it's a good idea. Um, it gives more teams to, to be more competitive in the, in the baseball now. So, um, yeah, I think that's a good format. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, also, not only is Nate a big-time Yankee and big-time Cowboys fan, he's also a Knicks fan. So I mentioned this earlier, there are rumors first circling about um, the Knicks interest in Chris Paul, not to, necessarily, not to necessarily help them win, but to help them establish a winning culture, like teach the young kids what it's like to win. Yep. Two, two, two part question. Number one, would you want Chris Paul? And number two, why would you want Chris Paul? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you're having a great season so far uh, before this pandemic with the Thunder, man. Uh, he's, he's unbelievable the way he's playing right now. So I would take him in a heartbeat in New York. And uh, I do have hope with the young players. And uh, obviously, um, he can be your leading. Uh, obviously, he's not going to be a long term, but he can cover be a stopgap point guard until we find that next point guard. So, yeah, I'm all, I'm all in for that. So. And uh, for Chris, because I want you know, and the reason why, because he brings leadership, he brings a talent, and a talent where the Knicks had. I mean, and this, the last time the Knicks had a good point guard was, was, I would say, probably, um, I Mark. Yeah, I don't know, Mark Jackson or whatever. But yeah, but um. So CBP would fit perfectly for the Knicks um, as a veteran player um, that they that they can use for their culture. Yes, that yes, that. Uh, anyways, um, a few a few quick questions before I go to my rapid fire segment. Um, now going now going to the NFL. Obviously, you heard, but I think we all know Brady is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. And Jared yep. Stidham is now, um, you're going to be starting part of that. <laughs> now, my question is first sticking with, with, um, with the, with the Tampa Buccaneers. Um, mm-hmm. my buddy thinks it's going to be exchanged Buccaneers in the NFC. My question sure. to you is, which team in the NFC could disrupt Saints Buccaneers NFC chances? Like, which, which teams could, could, could make a dent into that? You mean uh, they can beat the Saints and Buccaneers? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I would say my Cowboys. Bias alert! Bias alert! I would say maybe Seattle Seahawks. They're always yeah. Um, Green Bay Packers. Oh. Come on. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, so are you telling me, uh, any of, um, Mr. Game, what's the 49ers? I got a couple more here. Go ahead. Um, don't, don't discount the, uh, oh, don't discount the, uh, the, I would say don't discount the Panthers in this. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You are doing hot take after hot take, man. Wait, wait, wait. Who's your other team? Okay, my other team is um, the Vikings. Alright, well, okay. First off, the Vikings, I respect that because the Vikings did, they had been the things two out of three years. I respect that. 
The Panthers, why? Why do you think the Panthers? That's an interesting take. Here's why. They have a new regime, new coaching staff. They're young. They're Christian McCaffrey, obviously the best, I think. He's... I would, I would put him over Zeke. I, I, I would put him over Zeke, but um, they have a they have a fast young team. Teddy Bridgewater, man, I feel like he's capable of being that starter cornerback, cornerback that can lead them to the playoffs. And um, after, you, you saw what he did uh, with the Saints and Drew Brees. He he. Yeah, but the Panthers don't have Michael Thomas. There's no Alvin Kamara. They don't got the defense. I will say this though: their defense is young. Um, they do have decent weapons. Um, Curtis Samuel is actually not bad. Not and also, Matt Rule is not Sean Payton. You gotta remember that. Yeah, I, mean, I get what you're saying, mate. I mean, the Panthers to be a team. I'm not saying they're going to be, but that that's an interesting take. Um, you also Seahawks. I respect that because Seattle's always a feisty team. Now, you're, I, as much as I hate the Cowboys, the Cowboys' offense actually is pretty fired. Zach Prescott. Um, now you have Aaron Cooper. You got me. You got Michael Gallup, and now you have CD, CD Lamb in the slot. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Also, now you said the Packers. Now, hold on. The Packers drafted Jordan Love. Yeah. What were your thoughts when you, when you heard the Packers trade up to draft Jordan Love? Yeah, I was confused. I, I was confused. I was like, anyone? And also, um, I interviewed James Palmer from NFL Network today, so I brought it. I brought him. I brought that question up to him, and he, he said, he even said that he was, he was shocked. Um, he was, I mean, I told him that, I told him that, um, that the Patriots were sitting there at 23 and they traded back. They could have used him, they could have used Jordan Love at 23 in New England because they need a quarterback now. I just, and I, I also asked, uh, George, uh, James Palmer, do they really believe in Jared Siddham, uh, for the Patriots? And he said he, he does, they do, I think. They, James Palmer says they do really even sit him, um, but they can always look for a veteran quarterback, but, we're going back to the Packers. Um, the Jordan Love, I, I don't get it because Aaron Rodgers, they need, he needs more weapons around him and they're capable of being a contender again and, um, this move is a hedge factor, but I, I, I still feel like they're going to be dangerous. Uh, another, another thing, um, another thing can do it because obviously I'm the child fan here. Um, what were your thoughts of the Eagles drafting Jalen Hurts in the second round? Um, uh, uh, that's a, <laughs> man, David Hurts, uh, he, that, I think that's a per, I, I, I hate to say this, but I think that's a perfect fit for him because, um, Doug Peterson, he, he likes to do some crazy stuff with the offense, so, um, they can use him like Taysom Hill, what the Saints do. Um, he can be like Taysom Hill, but, man, I hate to say this, but I think Jalen Hurts. He, I think he can excel, exceed, excel in that offense. Alrighty, now it's time for the moment of segment. Before we wrap up, I introduce this new segment. Yes, but uh, hold on a second. You guys should, you guys should get, you guys should get James Palmer also on it on your show. 
Definitely. Um, tell them about us and we'll definitely have them on. Um, I want to ask you some rapid fire questions. It's a little segment I have, so yeah. I'm going to ask you. Okay. Um, um, favorite movie? Ooh, uh, let's see. Um, uh, Hangover. Okay. Favorite, pl- um, favorite place to go? Costa Rica. Okay. Least favorite place to go? Uh, hmm, hmm. Uh, 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 I would say probably I would say France or wherever Paris I guess. <laughs> favorite favorite um all time cowboy. Oh, uh, that's easy. Uh, Emma Smith. Favorite current cowboy. Hmm. Um. Uh, oh, I would say um. Jack Martin. I respect that. Um, mo- most overrated cowboy player. Oh, come on. Um, <laughs> it's the question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you come on, you know the answer. That oh, there we go. Okay, favorite actor. Um, hmm. Adam Sandler. Good man. Favorite actress. Ooh, um, I have two. Um, Megan Fox and Julia. No, so Megan Fox and then Sandra Bullock. Aside from the gym, what other hobbies do you like to do? Uh, the podcast, the podcast, hanging out with my family, um, and then the podcast, hanging out with my family, and that's pretty much it. So, um, your 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 most your most the, the most the best thing on Twitter is. Hey, what? The best. I finished this sentence. The best thing on Twitter is. The best thing on Twitter is, um, hmm. uh, I would say Yankee Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, the, the most underrated football player in the NFL. Ooh, um, Christian McCaffrey. I like that. The most underrated football player in the NFL. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. I respect that. And two questions. Number one, at the end of at the end of his career, Tom Brady will add this many rings to his career. Uh, oh, oh, oh my God! All right. And last but not least, um, this is the Yankees will win blank championships in the next five years. Great. Whoa. Okay, I like that. I like that. I, I like that. Hey, you gotta go out with the bends. Um, as always, um, we appreciate having the great Nate on, as always. Um, when, when's your next food drop, Nate? When's your next food drop, so we can, when's your next food drive so we can tell people to, to, to go, um, Monday. Nice. Alright, uh, we're gonna tell people to go Monday, and we're gonna put the link to your to your fundraising in this episode as soon as the episode goes out. 
Uh, thank you so much. Thank you guys, and uh, you guys do a great job. Keep up the great work, and uh, stay safe. Yes, no sir. Take care, man. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, guys, again, uh, with with my donation, there just a little over a hundred dollars left to go. So that's just a wonderful thing, you know. Um, I I give him credit, you know, going. Going around people like that, and you know, I'm I'm sure they're putting a bunch of their money into it as well. You know, between gas and whatnot, and taking the chance to be out there. You know, most most wouldn't do that. So good, so good for them. I mean, if if you guys can donate, donate. I did. James did. A bunch of other people did. And if you can't, it's okay. Show show support any other way, but uh, it's a fantastic thing that is doing. I gotta say this though, um, Nate is great, and I gotta say that what he did um was cool. Um, the fact that um, I see like like he said like like I said I see a substance questions on me. You know he didn't want to say that. You know he didn't want to say it. But the truth shall set you free. He was fighting hard. Like, he was like, oh, you're asking the tough questions. Like, in this podcast, do you ask the tough questions? Always. We don't ask baby questions. But as always, um, guys, we're going to put the link to to donate to me some fundraiser. Um, um, He's a Jersey resident like myself, but he lives further from me. So he was about like an hour and a half back from me. So the fact that he, what he's doing is, is a good thing. Um, uh, even though um, Nate, when he's doing the podcast, he loves doing it. Um, he has a lot of time. Um, I've been working at home, so I have not been able to like um, track as frequently as I can. But if you're down in Nate's area, because he lives in Jackson, New Jersey, which is the nearest six flags. But anyone down in Nate's area, please um, give him a hi, help out as much as you can. He's a good guy. He gets big time deaths, and not only does he get the deaths, he's a good, kind-hearted man. And the fact that he's able to, as I always say, pay it forward to show us what type of person he is. I donated, my co-host here donated, and we want everyone to donate as much as they can. And just pay it forward. It doesn't have to be a gigantic amount, but any little thing helps. So please, guys, donate. Help out me and his family for doing a good thing for what he's doing for all the first responders, healthcare workers, and Monday is going to be visiting the police office. So, Nate, you're doing a good job. We here at the Sports Base commend you, we salute you, and just keep up the good work. And hopefully, when all this thing blows over, and we're able to hang out without social distancing rules apply. We'll definitely hang out real soon. Absolutely. I'm still waiting for my steak. Well, unfortunately, due to social distancing rules, you have to wait for it. So thank God for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you are thanking God for that, you cheapskate. <laughs> well... Okay, what can I say? I'm the governor really about my back. <laughs> yeah, um, bad guy. Uh, um, uh, all I can say, um, the 
NFL schedule will still release on time May 9th. And so and I would wait until July to that when training camps begin to open. I still think football season is going to be on time. I'm not sure if it's going to be the fans, but I definitely think the NFL season is going to start on time. Um, the NFL you just gotta, you just gotta, um, follow your social distancing rules and to make sure that we as a society don't screw this up. As again, tomorrow we're gonna have Emily, uh, um, her new podcast called Breaking Balls. Um, she's going to be coming on the show real soon. Uh, and hopefully, up long, hopefully the people down in New Jersey, please don't screw this up. Do not do this. Don't screw up. Please maintain social distancing. And as always, Sunday, you can catch on YouTube. Look, look, tomorrow, I want you to pull a Peter Rosenberg tomorrow. At some point, like, like, like maybe one through three o'clock, you know, I'll throw some shorts on and some kicks and go to the park with a full battery and just, Walk around, you know, jog a little bit maybe, and just and just take some video recordings, man, and see how people are doing. See if people are paying paying attention to social distancing. See if they're not, and and this way we could put that on the pod and kind of shame them a little bit, because I'm telling you, there's gonna be a bunch of people who they'll 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 still follow, but there's gonna be a bunch of people. Who will not. And they'll forget just because Phil Murphy said. Guys. We're opening the parks guys. Come on guys. Come out guys. So. Yep. Yeah, and don't worry. Don't worry. I will be. I will be heading down to the parks in Jersey tomorrow. And I will be. I definitely will be recording. With a full battery report. And. I will be sending you the videos. And this will be on the podcast. Some of you will get shamed. And rightfully so, because you're not listening to the social distancing rules. Governor Murphy even said this in the chat. And if we don't respond by Sunday night, we will lock up the parks again and the golf courses. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm telling all you New Jerseyans right now, if... Let's just say we fast forward to next Friday and Phil Murphy has to close down the parks and it delays my freedom. Listen, that jar is going to be filled with 30 singles, all right? I'm telling I'm, I'm telling y'all right now, you you dirty jersey people better not mess it up for me. Y'all 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 better be good little boys and girls and toe the line. Yes, we will. And as always, we will be back tomorrow with the great, lovely Emily. Sunday, Stephanie. Monday, the beautiful Claire. And uh, we're going to have a special someone. Um, you know, a big shot. We can't, we can't tell y'all who it is. We just got to keep listening to the show and find out who. That's right. That, so that's always, gonna be that's gonna be on Wednesday. So 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 we're so we're pretty booked, man. I mean, Friday Friday fri- Friday we got the wonderful Kyrie who works at ESPN. Wednesday we got a wonderful guest. Tuesday we got the head of Grunt Talks MLB. Monday, I, I think is nobody. 
So if there's no, I gotta recheck. So if 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 there's nobody Monday, we're 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 not gonna record that day because we need breaks as well. And yes, we do need some breaks. I will say that we definitely do need breaks. So and also Friday night will be um the NY day two. She will be on Friday night after Kyrie. So we do need breaks. That's so, right. Friday's Friday gonna be another doubler. Yeah, we're doing another doubler. So. After Sunday, we probably won't be back till Tuesday. We do need a break. We do need a break. Um, us, um, us here at the sports dudes, we need to, like, it's hard for us to do more, con- like, we need some breaks. We'll do content for y'all, but we also need breaks, too, you know. Clean breaks. So, as always, as I like to end it off, and the words from the great Michael Kay and Billy Joel, twice in the series of a lows and the buys, I'm afraid it's time to say goodbye to one. See you tomorrow with Emily from Breaking Balls. And you will wake up a Jets fan.